Things can only get better. That is an ironic one for me today. Uh, my wife has broken yet another of my umbrellas. Honestly, I've never met anyone who has got more of a reverse Midas touch with something than her and umbrellas. Got very wet on the way in today. It's a look outside the window to Golden Square here in Soho. It's raining again right now. I'll have dried out and then get wet again on the way home. Wonderful. My trusty portable umbrella, little one that I keep in my bag, won't fold down anymore, won't fit in the bag anymore. It's absolutely useless. And it was on her shift. This is not a first. She's either lost or broken, I would say, a good ten brollies since we got married. Do you have somebody like this in your life? Always breaking the same thing. Maybe always losing the same thing. Jim says it's him. He's holding his hands up to self-service tills in shops. Only got to walk up to one and it will go wrong. Claire, really dropping her husband in it, says he's a serial furniture wrecker whilst on holiday. On honeymoon, he burnt a table with a barbecue. In Spain, his sun lounger collapsed and he broke a shelf unit. And he cracked a mirror, seven years bad luck, and the light fitting above it while spotting a mosquito. We need Gary proof insurance, says Claire. Gordon in Airdrie, says Richie in our house, it is me. Every time I change the bed sheets, I stretch up in the air to shake the duvet down inside the cover. I punch the bedroom light shade, I make the bowl blow out every single time. Gordon, just get someone else to do it. All right, that's a good, that's a good excuse. Uh, John says, my wife Kelly has systematically smashed every single wine glass we have ever owned, inexplicably even managing to break one on a deep pile carpet. She's also broken most of her toes by stubbing them on the end of our bed. She is beyond hope. Plenty of people getting in touch, reporting others or owning up themselves, uh, like Holly. What is it for you, Holly? Um, tin openers. <laughs> Who is it? Is it you or someone else? It's me. it's me. I'd love to blame someone else, but it's me. What's your record with tin openers? What's your beef with them? Um, it's, I, I try and blame it on being left-handed, but I don't think that's a, <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't think that's a thing. So a tin um, I mean, because I know you can get left, left-handed scissors, can't you? So a tin yeah. opener is something that is predominantly made for right-handed people. Is that what you are defending yourself with? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I think I'm trying to find a sort of a scapegoat for me not being able to use a tin opener. How many are you going through, Holly? Um, so we've been in our house 18 months and I've broken seven. No way! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> where are you buying them from? Some kind of market? It's like, no, well, that's it. Just buy, I just buy cheap ones because I know how, I'm going to break it. I'm speechless. How do, you, how do you break seven tin openers in a year oh, and a half? So that's all that basically during, during COVID. You've broken seven tin openers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so now I just get my other half to, to to use them. And he's fine, he can use them, so that's why I blame it on being left-handed, because I can't be, can't be that bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, how does he react when you're, like, stood there in the kitchen? You go, oh, I've done another one. He's sort of just, like, before I even start, he's like, give it me. <laughs> <laughs> just let me do it. I'll, I'll do it. We're not buying another Tenokna. <laughs> Holly, this is incredible. We're going to search you out some kind of YouTube tutorial. I reckon we can fix this. <laughs> That's brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> Take care, Holly. Cheers.
Bye. Heard about that bloke earlier on, always breaking furniture while he's on holiday. Aaron, who is it in your life? Yeah, so my girlfriend, KT. What's she breaking? Just wine glasses. So we've we've effectively replaced everything glassware in the house with, with plastic versions. <laughs> <laughs> Over what period of time? Probably the last two years. Um, it's no exaggeration. She's probably gone through. So we bought two sets of eight wine glasses, none of which we still have. So in that two years, you've gone fully plastic with your wine glasses because of her? Absolutely. I'm thinking of going to China where as well, but we, we might leave that one till next year. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Thanks for sharing, Aaron. It's great. No worries. Adrian has texted, on the subject of tin openers, they are definitely a very right-handed gadget. As a fellow lefty like your caller earlier, I have ruined many tin openers as a child of two right-handed parents. Now as a 44-year-old, I have an electric tin opener, one of the best inventions ever, albeit useless, on tin of corned beef. Thank you very much, Adrian. Good intel. Might have to look out an electric tin can opener. Sounds a good gadget. Adam, what's going on in your house? Well, it's my wife, Claire. Um, she has this uh, special ability to break uh, charging cables and earphones. Um, just unbelievable. OK, so it's two different things, but it's, there's a bit of a cable link there then, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, the, the cable, you know, cables are great for charging, predominantly the iPhone, but it's the earphones. I mean, I bought a, two sets of earphones at Christmas, both are broken, um, and I've got to hide mine, otherwise they're going to miss it. <laughs> so she's a breaker and a loser. Well, she's a breaker and a thief. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, Adam, have you got have you got refuge that you can go to if you can't get in tonight? Uh, yeah, I'm in the car, so I'll probably sleep in the car tonight, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Cheers, fella, take care. Cheers. You might not be ready for this. Came to me today when I was reading it online out of nowhere. Sky One is going to be closing down soon and going to be replaced with a new channel called Sky Showcase. New home of Russell Howard, League of Their Own, and a return of Nevermind the Buzzcocks. So, look, I'm sure Sky Showcase is going to be cool. That's great. But Sky One. It's the UK's oldest non-terrestrial TV channel launched in 1982. Just think of all the shows. All the shows we've enjoyed together on Sky One. So I thought we could hold this evening... I guess kind of like a memorial evening for Sky One where we all gather together and cheerfully reminisce about our favourite Sky One shows. The good times. I'll start us off. Dream Team. Oh, man, I love Dream Team. A fictional Premier League football team in a purple kit. So it was easy to use footage that was existing and make out that they existed. Some of the storylines, farcical but awesome. I own a Harchester United shirt. It's one of my proudest possessions. And then, 24, started on BBC, then Sky One took it. That was my gateway to one of the greatest shows in TV history. 
created the box set, basically. Uh, Jamie says, can't believe Sky One is leaving us. What a sad day. Ibiza and Greece Uncovered were the best. Uh, I have a nodding producer in the corner of the studio. Uh, James, what are you remembering? Yeah, so basically I grew up in the late 90s and uh, basically obviously it was the time of the Power Rangers on all the other uh, ITV and all the other channels. And obviously everyone's trying to rip, rip off the, the success of it. And uh, there were a couple of shows in the on Sky in the late 90s that were very trashy. Now you look back on it, but they were very cool because they were just action-packed. And there was a, one was a, a Japanese rip-off called Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. and it was just insane. Even the word cyber began with that. Just these, these, these kids who basically got trapped into a computer to destroy viruses and then put their uh, robots together to destroy these uh, villains. Brilliant. And, and then there was this ridiculous American rip-off called the Tattoo Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills. <laughs> <laughs> basically, this large blob came and gave these, uh, these uh, teenagers tattoos and they were summoned and then they fought all these random... Basically, it was almost um, just like 10 statutory villains and they fought one of those 10 every other week. Uh, I, I, James, these are great memories. I, I think if Sky are listening right now, and I'm sure they are, please make some of these available uh, on the uh, on the Sky Q box for da- download over the next month uh, before we get Sky Showcase. That's what I want. Yeah, no, I'll agree with that, Richard. I'll do nicely. Trying to cheerfully remember some of the great shows we all enjoyed together. Andy, how are you holding up? Yeah, it came as a bit of a shock, to be fair. So what are you, uh, as, as, as we stand here, you know, at our Sky One memorial service, what are you going to remember fondly? It was the old WWF. It's what got me into the love of wrestling. I remember sitting there, weekends, with my granddad, sat there there watching it. He was the first one to have Sky in the family. Do you know what? There are so many people that are wanting to chat about WWF. I, I think that brought <laughs> Sky One brought it to so many different people. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's, it's just one of them real fond memories I've got when it you know, first came to fruition, should we say? Do you know what? If you love your WWF and you got fond memories of that on Sky One, I'll give you a movie tip: Fighting with My Family, uh, all about WWF. It's absolutely brilliant. I'll have to give that a go. Trust me, I don't have many good tips, but that is one. <laughs> Producers I'll nodding his head. <laughs> Take care, Andy. <laughs> Cheers, thank bye you. Bye. bye. Uh, Sarah, how are you bearing up? Oh, it's heartbreaking. What are your memories, Sarah? Oh, just, um, it was the first time we saw proper American TV, having been stuck with the very boring terrestrial channels in our little council estate. Our cousins used to uh, record us episodes, send us a bootleg VHS over, and uh, we'd sit there and binge watch about seven or eight episodes of The Simpsons back-to-back over and over until we knew every single word. I love this, Sarah. That's amazing. What, that's great Great work by your cousins as well. Do you still <laughs> you still got any of these VHSs anywhere? I've still got one very, very, very knackered VHS titled Simpsons 9 in very childish bubble writing with <laughs> a post-it note on the front. That's um, brilliant. It's a very treasured possession. <laughs> you should get it out tonight and watch it in homage to Sky One. I'd have to track down a VHS player so I can do just that. <laughs> so you've kept the you've kept the cassette, but you haven't got anything to play it on. No. <laughs> That's how much it meant to us. <laughs> Very special. So every Wednesday, the final hour of the show, Bush and I try and come up with a different quiz for you. We call it our midweek games night. Bush off on holiday this week, uh, so I've devised this one on my own. Hopefully, it'll work. 
It's got a bit of an Olympics feel to it. What with everything going on in Tokyo? Show us your medals. Let's meet our contestants. Uh, Daniel, first of all, how are you, fella? I'm well, thank you. Where are you from, Daniel? Uh, Walton on Thames in Surrey. Staying dry? Uh, no, very well. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. And my wife's bust another brolly today, but I'm, I'm trying to get over it. Uh, right, hang on there, Daniel. Uh, Andy, how are you? I'm all right, yeah. Where are you, Andy? You staying dry? Uh, no, it's just started batting it down. I'm from Salford in Manchester. Uh, it's hitting everywhere, Andy. Uh, hello, right, let's yeah. uh, let's have a nice uh, friendly hello between you two. Hello, Daniel. You all right? Uh, Hello, Andy. Hi. There we are. Listen to the bants. Uh, right, OK, so you're both going to get uh, three questions. What I'm going to do is uh, give you Olympians. I'm going to need you to tell me which of the two uh, in each question uh, has won the most Olympic medals, all right? Yeah. Show yep. us your medals. Uh, right, Andy, you can just pause because Daniel's going to get his three questions first. He's player one. So, Andy, uh, Daniel, sorry. <laughs> it's normally two of us. Daniel, good luck. Here we go. Michael Phelps, the swimmer, or Usain Bolt, the athlete, which has the most medals? Michael Phelps. Easy. Uh, yes, 23 medals uh, as opposed to Usain's eight. One out of one. Right, next one. Kelly Holmes or James Cracknell? James Cracknell. You're going James Cracknell. Mm. That's Kelly Holmes. Oh. Three medals for Kelly, two for James. Uh, right, one more question for you, Daniel. Tom Daly or Sir Chris Hoy? Sir Chris Hoy. Seven medals to Tom's three, but Tom very proud with his recent run. Right, two out of three for you, Daniel. See how Andy's going to get on here. Andy, your yep. first question. Rebecca Adlington or Ian Thorpe? Rebecca Adlington. It's Ian Thorpe. Nine for him. Rebecca has four. So you're going to need to get these next two just to take it to a tie break. Bradley Wiggins or Jessica Ennis-Hill? Bradley Wiggins. Bradley Wiggins has eight. Jessica has two, but I think they're both gold. Uh, right, you need this one for the draw. Mo Farah or Jonathan Edwards? Mo Farah. Four gold medals to his name. Jonathan has won. So you've taken it to a tie-break. Uh, Off-air, we have asked you, how many athletes did Team GB send to the Tokyo Olympics? Daniel, you said... Well, I can tell you. You said 365. <laughs> Dan Daniel's gone quiet. Uh, Andy, can you remember what you said? I said about 800. Uh, the correct answer is 376. So, Daniel, you are our winner tonight. Well done. Woohoo! Home time face mask, home time tea towel, mug, badge, the bag, and of course, the signed photo are yours. Well played, sir. Thank you very much. This is Richie. A lot of you getting in touch and saying we enjoyed Richie's roundup yesterday. We haven't yet heard it today. It's a new temporary feature uh, on the show whilst the Tokyo Olympics is going on and uh, whilst Bush is away. I'm not sure. I'm not sure whether he'll put up with Richie's roundup when we re when he returns. But uh, we shall see. Day five, uh, very much history now. And uh, for Team GB, Charlotte Dujardin is the uh, headliner. Very much today, Britain's most decorated 
decorated female Olympian of all time with her dressage bronze today, taking her to six medals. Uh, amazing stuff for her, so well done. Uh, but you'd have to say Tom Dean very much playing catch-up, fresh from his gold in the pool yesterday. Uh, he picked up another today. Uh, another gold in the relay alongside Duncan Scott, who got his silver yesterday. Uh, James Guy and Matthew Richards, all part of that team, all getting their gold. So well done to them. It's brilliant. Uh, and another silver. Uh, but this time on the water rather than in it. The men's quadruple skulls uh, holding off Australia and Poland to get their medals just uh, just behind the Netherlands. So well done to them. Uh, means Team GB now sixth in the medal table overall. So doing so well. And finally, just back to the swimming relay, boys. Did you notice how they all have surnames that are first names? Tom Dean, Duncan Scott, James Guy, Matthew Richards. So if you're picking your next Olympic hero, look out for people with first names for surnames. (laughs) 